The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Hey, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, great commentator on Sports Illustrated, senior writer. He ain't that old. They just call him senior writers. Andy Staples. First, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. True Car for all your car buying needs. And BetOnline.ag. Podcast One's trusted partner in all things gaming. And hey, if you like my show here on Podcast One, Play With Pain, you're going to love John Taffer, No Excuses. That's the name of his podcast. Right here on Podcast One, best-selling author, entrepreneur, behind bar rescue. He has not taken anyone's nonsense, and by nonsense, you know what I mean. He's telling it like it is. This week, he's joined by president of the UFC, Dana White. I believe uh, he may also want to build a wall. I'm not sure. Check out John Taffer, No Excuses, every Tuesday right here on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, as always, before we get to my guest, time for the Waterhouse Update brought to you by Kierkegaard, the mouth guard that protects one single individual tooth. Well, real football's over, so I'm going to take a stab. The Grammys. Staples Center hasn't seen this much drama since Frozen on Ice. More narcissism than Thanksgiving at the Jenners. Cardi B, first solo woman to win Best Rap Album. And can I say, easy on the eyes. I can't say easy on the eyes anymore. Okay, I'll leave that alone. (gasps) Drake's speech cut off. Said Meek Mill, don't look at me, I was in Tampa. Michelle Obama was there. Thanks, Obama. Donald Glover won Song of the Year, but in a childish gambit, was not there. Casey Musgraves won Album of the Year, and I think is the only lefty in the A's bullpen. Best new artist went to uh, Tulips. No, 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 wait, that's Dua Lipa, brother. The ghost of Gil Scott Heron was arrested for attempted arson. Oh, brother. J-Lo did the Motown tribute, which is like Rob Thomas winning a Latin Grammy. And finally, Adam Levine spotted wandering backstage looking for any shirt. That Grammy wrap-up brought to you by tea. When there's no other choice but scalding water, try tea. Uh, we'll edit that out. NBA 76ers punch the Lakers like a bouncer who knows the security camera's broken. College hoops, Duke's Zion Williamson did a 270 spin dunk that turned the loaves at a nearby subway into fishes. Golf, Pebble Beach Pro Am play suspended by hail the size of uh, yeah, some kind of ball. Phil Mickelson won Monday morning, and his spirits were raised by the fact that he bet $7 million the night before on Cardi B. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1968, the place, Grenoble, France. America's Peggy Fleming wins Olympic figure skating gold. By today's standards, her routine would be called a brisk walk. 
She was 19 and a half years old, which by today's standards would be considered dead. Bonus this week in sports history, the year 1989, the place Newark, New Jersey. The World Wrestling Federation admits in court that pro wrestling is an exhibition, not a sport. The DA then hit the judge over the head with a chair and all hell broke loose. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Ethics, the Bigfoot of character trait. Now, finally, it's talk time. My guest today, great writer for SI on college football and food. And on Sirius Radio, he absolutely radio, he absolutely personifies the term pundit. Andy Staples. Andy, how are you? I should have a pun ready. I just don't. No, no, no need for that. I am. (laughs) I have no puns when I am called a pundit. That it's just that I'm so embarrassed. I was so honored to be invited to be on with a guy who has your stature in the industry. I mean, you're an absolute titan. Yes, a titan. I'm I'm tight. I feel like I blew that completely. I don't know about Titan, but I'm tight. Well, listen, that's the whole, that's your whole groove. I'm serious. You're the only calm guy in sports radio. Did you have to think about that as a hook or cause it just cuts against the grain of everybody who's now I do this. This is just uh, my second nature. I mean, if you uh, knew a uh, mom and pop waterhouse, uh, this would be a quiet whisper, but you like uh, you're calm, especially with that kid, the Horowitz kid. Gutsy. So the dinner, the the dinner table in the Waterhouse household was all hot takes all the time. Yes, the mom just boiled, yeah. boiled water for soup with the heat of her takes. Absolutely, that's how she cooked. That's how Dad did the barbecue. Uh, we had uh, five kids in the family, uh, set four places, so you had to be kind of competitive to get to the dinner table if you wanted to eat. <laughs> Well, that's that's good because you know America's getting soft. Now, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that true. In the good old days you did when you wanted to raise strong, God fearing Americans. You let one of your children starve. I, I, I see. I appreciate that. But, but yeah, I try to be a little more calm and reason when I'm on the radio because I figure you know everybody else is screaming about something, and I, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't care much. Well, and you know, that's a good thing. I think uh, the country as a whole should care less, but apparently not according to the AAF football ratings. Good God. Give it a rest, America. Watch something else. Come oh, I'm, I'm so I'm so happy. So one. Well, you like is it is Rick Neuheisel, who is the head coach of the Arizona Hotshots. So I am thrilled with those because it means Rick is going to get more money and uh, then he's not going to work there anymore, and they're going to give me a raise. What? Uh, that's not. I, that's. I didn't mean that. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. Happy for Rick. He's, well, he's no. doing well. He won his first game, you know. Yeah, that makes sense, though. That whole dominoes effect. Uh, how does it affect Andy Staples? Is the way people should live their life. Quite frankly, uh, now listen to me. Uh, college football and food. Uh, I can't get enough of either of them. So let's just dive right in. What the hell? I had a bunch of questions about your physical stats, but who needs that? You grew up in Florida. You survived to this age. That's testament enough to your willpower. I I use the Badger barometer in football because I'm from Wisconsin, so I measure everything against the Badgers, and uh, and I knew uh, that they probably weren't going to be too good this year and that other teams like Michigan, who measured themselves against them as a big win – Against the Badgers, I was thinking to myself in the back of my head, "Uh uh-oh, Michigan's in some trouble. Now, what do you use? How do you measure? Eyeball test, what do you do? Well, I, you know, eyeball test, I have a, you know, I like computer metrics. I like, 
throwing it into the Computron 2000 and seeing what it spits out. Uh, I got a friend named Bill Connie who works over at SBNation.com, and uh, he does this S&P Plus with all this math stuff that I don't understand, but he, he tells me it works. Uh, and he put out his uh, his preseason 2019 rankings today, and there's, there's like six SEC teams in the top ten. So I know that's going to make everybody super happy. Um, but yeah, the, I like the I like the Badger test. I, my son is is big into animals and uh, big into what is the most aggressive animal. And Ooh. Badger's obviously way up on that list. Yeah, um, we live around a lot of alligators and yeah. uh, ferocious, scary. Yes, it's aggressive, not so much. No, really. So I you know we should have a gator test really because of where we live, but. I like I like the badger test. Wolverine test is good. Yeah. The, 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 uh, until we get a Tasmanian devil <laughs> as a mascot, I don't I don't think we're gonna have anything better. <laughs> that non-aggressive uh, gator tip brought to you by Avalanche Buffets. It's more than all you can eat, Andy. Way more. So now listen to me. Uh, 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 why do bowls still matter? I, I got an opinion on this, but I want to hear what you think about because uh, people are bad mouthing the bowls, and I kind of like them. Well, see, I, I I did not like it when the Bulls were kind of running the sport because it seems silly when, you know, athletic directors and coaches were getting millions of dollars and, and you know, they're, they're caving into Bulls because they got some free golf trips. That, that didn't seem real kosher. Yeah. But now that the Bulls are kind of cut out of the deal and, and, you know, it's just the conferences running the show, I love the Bulls because it's more football. And my my opinion on the bowls is what the hell else are you going to do on a random Tuesday night in December, except watch the cheese at bowl. Yeah. Why not? And you, and you, you know, the other thing, and I still think there's some merit to this, even though college football is now probably a, a 127th in the Forbes 500. I mean, it's just a big business, but uh, these kids get an extra couple of weeks of practice. The coaches get to look at a bunch of new personnel. And for a guy like Paul Christ, again, the Badger barometer, man, oh, man, that guy uh, uses that extra time, and then he just schemes the bejesus out of you, and you're Miami, and you wind up with three points. Uh, so, so I think it's oh, valuable yeah. to the programs, especially ones that are trying to rebuild and compete with the top of their conference. Uh, like uh, if you put Minnesota in that bowl pipeline, that bowl meant a little something to Minnesota, I think. Oh, absolutely. And listen, they had to beat the Badgers to get there. And they hadn't beaten the Badgers since 2003. So that was a big one. And I, it's funny because I talked to P.J. Fleck, who coaches Minnesota, and Paul Chris during bowl season. And they were so grateful for different reasons you know pj fleck kind of had to re sort of reimagine his roster uh he inherited a fairly old team when he took over and then all those guys were, were gone and suddenly he's starting a bunch of true freshmen this year including my favorite guy a uh, 400 pound australian named daniel faalele who is their their starting right tackle but then paul christ on the other hand they had so they had all those seniors that had all these great seasons they'd had a bunch of you know 11 10 11 win seasons and this year wasn't what they wanted it to be and they needed to go out on a better note. And so that's why Paul Chris schemed the hell out of Miami to make sure that they went out. And by the way, Paul Chris, probably responsible for the best quote in college football in the last five years. And that's after they beat Miami in the, in the Orange Bowl. <laughs> yeah. You, you didn't hear it, but you could see it. Turnover chain, my bleep and bleep. Yeah. Best quote in college football in five years. 
Yeah, you got it. You know, the guy plays it close to the vest. He gives you every coaching a bromide that you'd think you'd want. And then he pulls that one out of his ass. And uh, the uh, sign language translators across this great nation of ours all got a good laugh out of that one. Uh, uh, now, listen to me. Transfer portal. I saw a great quote from you. Uh, because uh, it's big news now. Who's in the transfer portal? Because it makes it sound space age. Makes it uh, sound like it's part of Seth MacFarlane's Orville TV series. And really, as you pointed out, it's just an online spreadsheet. But it, but no, no pop, no pizzazz, no sizzle on that name. So they came up with a hook for it. I, that's that's the new NCAA chat. The the NCAA used to be kind of <laughs> the new and, NCAA milked. <laughs> But now they're like, we got a spreadsheet online, but nobody's going to care about that. So let's call it a portal. And it, it does. It feels like people are walking through the Stargate. Like you, you start out at, at Grambling State and you walk through the portal and all of a sudden you're at Towson. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Go uh, the Towson Blue Raiders. Nah, I don't know what the hell they are. I can't think of that. Towson. I don't know. I don't know what Towson is. They're, they're Grambling the State, the Blue Tigers. Hens. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Towson. I believe the Towson uh, Tigers, actually. The Titans, maybe. Titans, Tigers? So, you, so, so if you went from Grambling State to Towson State, you didn't even have to change your nickname affiliation. You didn't have to change your stripes. That's the way. There, <laughs> there you go. There's, there's the your pun. pun. It was worth the wait. One. Worth the wait for that pun. Doc the Tiger is uh, the mascot, I think, at both places. I don't know what it means at Towson State, but <laughs> hey, that tip brought to you by Porn on the Cob, Iowa's number one adult store. Name the up and coming conference in college football that you like. Now, being out west myself, uh, there's a couple of couple ones I like to watch. But go ahead, tell me who you think who you who who's going to make the most the biggest pain in the ass for the Power Five. I still think it's going to be the American because I. I, yeah. I just feel like they've got some depth now. You got Dana Holgerson coaching at, at Houston, and they got uh, they got a very good quarterback coming back, although he's coming off an injury. UCF still, I know they lost one game in two years, but they're still good, I promise. Uh, and, and then you know Memphis has been good for a few years, so I, I still think it's going to be that bunch of teams. Uh, you know, you, you've got the the Boise States of the world out in the, the Mountain West, and uh, Jeff Tedford, who we kind of left for dead, turned Fresno State into a really good program. So yeah, uh, but I still got to go with the American on. Yeah, they're good. They're they're really good, but I do like that Mountain West because uh, uh, you know uh, the great thing about the Mountain West is they kick off about ten thirty, eleven at night, and uh, and you can just sit back with a nice rack of ribs or maybe some cheese curds <laughs> and just settle into what a, uh, you know what can be a pretty good football game. Now, now, Chet, I don't gamble, but you don't I, gamble at all. My friends who okay. Uh, no, no, I, especially not in college football. I, listen, you were 18 to 22 years old once. Would you have bet on you? I would appreciate Would you have bet on no, you to do anything consistently? No, I would not have bet on me to uh, remember where the zipper was on my pants. And I appreciate you giving me a window of age that I may try <laughs> to pull one memory from. <laughs> so you like the AAAAC. You like those guys. Uh, who's going to bust up this uh, this uh, SEC domination? Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I listened to that Paul guy show, Paul Feinbaum. I can understand him. Mm-hmm. None of his callers can't understand a word they say. 
See, my relatives all sound like that. So my, my, sure. my, my mom's side of the family's from Selma, Alabama. My dad's family's from from Georgia and South Carolina. So th- those are pretty much my base. And so, yeah, I, I always wonder, you know, is, is that an uncle or an aunt calling in? Because a lot of a lot of the folks <laughs> yeah. on that side of the family did go to Alabama and do fit the profile of the regular fine bomb caller. So when you uh, when you hear the phrase, all y'all, that's super trouble. Because uh, all uh, y'all is just sort of folksy, but when somebody says "all y'all," that means uh, somebody's getting an ass whooping there. Well, basically, so I, I actually hear that quite often uh, when when some of the other kids from school are playing at home with my kids, and I hear my wife go upstairs because there's been some noise upstairs uh, and maybe a little too much, and the next thing I hear is "all y'all," and then <laughs> right, the kids get real quiet. See that tip. I, Look at this. That tip brought to you by Hypnosis. Get rid of those redneck tendencies once and for all with Hypnosis. So, uh, oh, wait, this is that. This is a real product, right? Because yeah, of course, all my products there's so are real. Many... So, listen, redneck tendencies. Obviously, you know, I, I have quite a few of them. How'd you avoid One them? Kind of... Listen to your void. Wait, where'd you go to school? Well, no, I went to the University of Florida. So. I was born in Columbia, South Carolina. I we like moved to Key Largo, Florida when I was seven. But I sounded just like this when we moved. Really? And, oh, brother. And the other kids made fun of me, and so I didn't talk like this anymore. But so, but it's all in there still. And so this hypnosis <laughs> stuff intrigues me because, because there's, there's these things that, that rednecks tend to do. Like there's the, the one that drives me crazy, and there's a bunch of rednecks around where I live where they have to back their car in. At all times. Well, and there's only two acceptable times to back your car in. And that is when you're at a stadium, you're at a game, and there's, you know, 80,000 people all leaving at once. So that's understandable. Uh-huh. Or you're robbing the place. If you're not doing either of those things, just park normally and let me get on about my day. So if you had some hypnosis that I could get, yeah. you know, maybe comped because I was on a guest on the podcast. It's in our gift I'll, basket. I'm going handy around here. Yeah, it's in the gift basket. I'll... I'll... I'll drop some hypnosis in there uh, with a couple of gift coupons to gentlemen, preferred gentlemen, the All Gentlemen's Gentlemen's Club, and then a couple of uh, liters of Buckshots, the deer-flavored tequila. All that's going in your gift basket, and we'll deliver that. I will say this, though. Uh, coming from Wisconsin, uh, there may not be the accent, but there is the lifestyle. There are a couple of other reasons to back your car into your own driveway. The first is... If you got a police scanner and they are coming for you, then uh, boom, you can get right out. That also works on the if you rob the place thing because it's, yes. it's, it's pretty much the same population. Yes, and the other thing is uh, doesn't apply down south, only up north. Uh, sleep through the snowfall warnings. Wake up uh, in the middle of it, and you got to get the car out of the driveway because you got to get to the liquor store before they shutter that baby up. That that is critical. I don't know anything about it. It's February. It was eighty three degrees here today, so I, w- I would not know anything about that. Damn you, damn you, Andy Staples. All right, food. What now, now, now? Listen, uh, believe me. Uh, here, here was a dream food game from two years ago, and I know you probably matched these up too. And it actually happened. LSU against Wisconsin at Lambeau. I'm surprised anybody who was tailgating, got into the stadium by the fourth quarter. The food was outrageous. 
the the food was outrageous and they were all drunk too i mean yes the the lsu fans with their brown liquor and the wisconsin fans with their line and kugels i don't see how anybody was upright by the end of the game but yeah lsu has the best tailgating in america amazing it's it's unbelievable they they can cook anything with a can of sterno and it's it's funny because they'll 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 kind of whisper it they'll they'll I, I, I use gumbo starter. I don't stir my own roux when I'm out here. And and it's like they're afraid someone's gonna gonna shoot them if they say that. But yeah, I mean, especially I, down there. I've run into guys like there's one guy there's one guy who pulls these trailers in and sets up a twenty four foot long bar with a, a daiquiri machine that is wow. apparently like fifty years old that's still kicking. And they they just go through like thirty kegs and hundred fifty handles of liquor. There's another guy it's a bunch of lawyers that get together. Uh, they have an ice flume where they're shooting vodka down the ice flume. They bring a stripper pole to every game. It, it, it's it's really – I don't know why they go to the games. Yeah, now listen, uh, does anything anywhere rival that? What's your top five? If that's number one, next four best uh, tailgates or at least places to go and enjoy uh, the, the fine, quick, fatty cuisine. Well, it, it, so LSU is number one, and far and away, it isn't close. And everybody who says, oh, you haven't been to a Kansas City Chiefs game, no, no, no. It's adorable <laughs> that you think you can cook in a parking lot. But there's nothing like a bunch of Cajun people taking over an entire college campus for a weekend. Like, I, my first memory of LSU tailgaters was I was a student at the University of Florida. I'm a freshman. I look out my dorm window, and I see all these RVs come and flying purple and gold flags and i look at I look at my calendar like wait it's wednesday what are they doing here? no they, they were oh, yeah they're just getting started uh, you got to get All that right, so jambalaya LSU, you got to get those flavors mixed up in the jambalaya that takes three four days well story you got to stir a roof for two hours before you get that that pure copper penny color so it's important as but, my so aunt would LSU say one yeah you got to have some serious ignoring on that pot <laughs> exactly um i I, I get knocked on this because everybody says, oh, it's too SEC heavy. Right. But I'm sorry. They're better at it in the SEC than, than your school is. Uh, Ole Miss would be number two. Wow. Uh, it's a different vibe. Feels like more of you a – can't a, cook. Yeah, might yeah. be more of a like a country club vibe at Ole Miss. Very much so. But it's interesting because there's really nothing like watching people set up chandeliers and tents – and eat pimento cheese sandwiches off of China, and then you see all these people in a, you know, you got the guys in the go-to-hell pants and their ties, yeah. and the girls are in the sundresses and their, and their three-inch heels, standing in line for a porta potty which, by the way, is called the hottie toddy potty because of the <laughs> Ole Miss cheer that goes, hottie toddy gosh mighty, who the hell are we, Ole Miss? Uh, but flim flam, bam, bam, Ole Miss by a damn. That is, uh, that is the cheer that they will occasionally break out in while they are waiting for the porta for the porta potty and hey, as their three inch heels are sinking into the mud. That hotty toddy potty <laughs> tip brought to you by Sweet Coast Penicillin Nut Bar. Munch the pain away with Sweet Coast. I'm trying to throw all food ones at you, Andy. Uh, so, These okay, are tremendous. Old Miss two, uh, three, four, five. Go for it. What the heck? Well, let, let's go Wisconsin number three. Not necessarily so much for the tailgate scene because the way that campus is situated. I mean, it's, it's basically downtown in the city. So it, it, you don't get a lot of the sprawling open spaces to right. tailgate, but the food in Madison is so good. Yeah. And there are so, so many great places to go. I mean, you go to Dolly Dumpling's Dowry and get some curds and sure. burgers and um, 
State Street Brats. You go to Wando's. They have the free bacon on Tuesday nights. I mean, it's it's just it's a wonderful, wonderful place. So I'm going to put that number three. Plus, Beautiful. It has nothing to do with the host. Um, no. I will say number. Let's see. Number four. We will go with the Tennessee Volunteers. The no more generous fan base, and you know they can be kind of mean if they don't like you. If you're a Florida yeah. fan or a, a Georgia fan or an Alabama fan, they don't like your team. But they will not be mean if you show up at their tailgate. They will they will give you whatever you need. Uh, they got some Jack Daniels on them. They definitely are going to give you some of that. And then whatever they're cooking, they're going to give you two. Plus, you're sitting there overlooking the Tennessee River. The Vol Navy is floating in. Wow, that's impressive. That's pretty tough to beat. Who takes it up number five? And then number five, let's go out west for the, the people that actually care about football out west. And, and uh, I know it gets a bad rap because everybody says, well, they, they don't care nearly as much as the people in the south. Oregon. Oh, yeah. Oregon fans get after it. And they are a fun bunch to tailgate with. And they've got all those great microbrews up there. Uh, I know that, that, you know, Washington has the sailgating also right off the lake and it's yeah, not probably bad. Probably the most picturesque scene nice. in college football. Yeah. But the Oregon people don't have anything picturesque. They're just they're just partying. <laughs> they got a tree. They occasionally uh, wander through the forest. Uh, oh, wow. That top five brought to you by Fertilitinis, the testosterone-boosting martini olive. It's from Italy. Now, listen, everybody. I got a bonafide big-time sports guy with me. Time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from the great Andy Staples. I'm going to ask you five questions. Give me straight answers, Andy, because some of my listeners might need them. What's your best travel tip? The best travel tip is stop worrying about how fancy the hotel is. Find a, a fair field or a courtyard that is next to a good barbecue joint. Beautiful. That's all you really need. I stumbled onto one. There's a place called Woodshed Smokehouse in Fort Worth. Now, it's a little bit of a shishi frou-frou barbecue joint, but the food is good, and it's right next to a courtyard by Marriott. You Love know, you, you got your own parking spot. You don't have to worry about a valet or anything like that. You just go right to your room, and then you walk over, and you eat bar- barbecue. Let's be honest, yeah. Do. We've all slept in worse places than a Fairfield. Best game day diet tip. Do you pace yourself? Do you shoot big at the beginning and fade? How do you do it? Run five miles in the morning. <laughs> Get that yeah. appetite stoked. Sure. Turn yourself into a human chipper shredder of calories. <laughs> that way you've got you've got the, the furnace is going good and it, it, it need, it's going to need fuel. So yeah, throw that fuel in. Now, uh, when you're doing an interview, best cover when your facts get a little shaky. Uh, do, you, do you have a throwaway line or something that, that you that you can t- tangent away from whatever the hell's uh, causing problems? It's mostly just, hey, look over there. Is that <laughs> Dolly Parton? Man, you did yeah, go. You, you got, yeah, you did go you to lose Florida. Your train of thought. You don't know what's going on or, or, or the, the – the interview subject rambles and your mind just wanders. And yeah. You just need to reset things. Beautiful. Quickest way to look thin on air. I need this too. Uh, have the camera go to B-roll. That's B-roll, the, sure. Ask the director to put to send some, to put up some B-roll uh, because there is no way to look thinner on camera. You will only look fatter. Don't watch what you do because you'll only there's a, there's only be disappointed. Tip. You just, will only feel yeah. terrible about yourself. Just don't watch what you do. I like that. Uh, last uh, advice quarter question. Least insulting way to cultivate a source. 
Because, you know, in your business, uh, that's why I had to get out. I had no ability to do it. Uh, uh, you gotta, you got to have all these uh, ins into the college football world, and yet you, you don't want to come off as a, as a douchebag. And yet you gotta, you got to try to make contacts and find out who's recruiting who and all that stuff. How do you do it and not come off like an ass kiss? The same way you do anything else. Give people free beer, and they will love you. Man, oh man, that advice corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Hey, speaking of cars, 60 seconds, that's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? You can get an offer for your car with True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth or get a top five best eats in college football from Andy Staples or just listen to my voice, you can get a True Car. Offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number. Watch how your car's details just boom, pop right up. Answer a few questions. You'll get an accurate True Cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride so when you are ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car check out true car today all right now get this andy staples it's time for the fiery four the fiery four andy these are sports takes hotter than ed orgeron at a crab boil fire number one How come Wisconsin, and schools like it, but mostly Wisconsin, has trouble recruiting a great QB? They got a pro-style offense, great O-line, great running game, and Russell Wilson showed them how. How come these QBs would rather sit with three other five stars in a drive-thru lane at Ohio State? Everybody wants to go where they win and and win consistently. So I think for Wisconsin, they've got some some young guys now that they feel pretty good about. Uh, they signed a guy out of Kansas this year who they think he's going to be really good. So Mertz. that actually may, may be turning. So that's I hope I don't I don't know that that's the case anymore. But here's the deal: with the transfer portal, you're going to see schools like Wisconsin who aren't necessarily signing five star quarterbacks become very good destinations for those guys if they don't already have somebody they like because. Listen, all these quarterbacks have egos because they wouldn't be quarterbacks if they didn't. So they want to go where they think they're going to be the guy and they don't care who's there. And that's actually a pretty good character trait if you're saying I don't mind competing for a starting job. But the fact of the matter is only one guy is going to play quarterback. So Clemson at times is going to have four dudes stacked up who could start somewhere else. Well, now Northwestern's got Hunter Johnson. Jacksonville State's got Zarek Cooper and – Clemson's got Trevor Lawrence. I love the transfer portal. It's the best. Fire number two. Who's going to break up this whole Bama Clemson thing at the tap of the, the tap of the playoffs? The Georgia Bulldogs. They're so close the last two years. They, they nearly beat Alabama in the national title game a couple years ago. They nearly beat Alabama in the SEC championship game this past season. Uh, they, they got where they got this year without a lot of you know older leadership because they've lost most of it. Uh, from that team that made the title game, they're going to be older. They're going to be especially good on the offensive line this year. Watch out. That That's the one. 
And, you know, it, even if the Alabama thing fades a little bit, it's going to be Alabama and Georgia at the top of the SEC until Nick Saban retires. I like it. Fire number three. Is Michigan going to win a big game this fall, or is it now in their heads like a little worm? I I don't know. I, I was at that Michigan-Ohio State game last year, and I've never seen a team that was supposed to be you know, the favorite to win its conference just get shelled like that. And, and in such a predictable fashion, it, it felt like games we'd seen before, and it felt like they just weren't ready for that moment. Uh, I don't know. At, at this point, it really has become a thing. Now, Urban Meyer's gone from Ohio State, and I realized that uh, Ryan Day kept a lot of the infrastructure there, although he did change his staff around a little bit. And they should be pretty good. They're going to have Justin Fields at quarterback. He's supposed to be pretty good. But I would watch out for Penn State. I, James Franklin's been recruiting really well. And it's not it's not a matter of you know quarterbacks and receivers and all that. They've, they've had good quarterbacks and receivers all along. It's the big guys on the offensive and defensive lines. It took them a while to get where they were recruiting good ones. It takes a while to develop those guys. They're going to be good at the line of scrimmage this year. So watch out for Penn State to come in and kind of you know, steal that away because this should be where Michigan comes through and wins. I mean, you got Shea Patterson. He's going to be a senior. Uh, they have some continuity, but I don't know. I just At this point, it's hard to believe it's going to happen. Yeah, I think the pressure might actually be bigger on them this year because Ohio State has a new head coach, and they figure, hey, this is our shot. Finally, fire number four, best and worst coaching hires this year. The best coaching hire this year, I'm going to go with Louisville hiring Scott Satterfield from Appalachian State. The casual fans probably only know Appalachian State from that time they beat Michigan that one time. Right, right. But they, they play but consistent this is football. A program yeah. That, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they've been consistently good for a long time. Satterfield took over uh, several years ago from, from his former college coach. And you know he, he's done a great job. They're recruiting. Understands that how to recruit. When you can't necessarily get the best first choice you ever have, you know, remember they're in a division with Clemson and Florida State. They're not always going to get the best recruits, but they are going to get guys they know can can win and fit in their system. They always prioritize speed over size. That always seems to work. So, so I think I think we're going to see good things out of out of Scott Satterfield, Louisville. The the one that left me scratching my head was Les Miles of Kansas, and I, I know everybody said, "Oh, we won a national title at LSU. I uh, won all these games." But the thing is. He was fired at LSU for not being willing to adapt to how college football was changing. Right. And he's also underachieving with LSU talent. That's rough. So what happens when he has not <laughs> LSU talent? Because Kansas ain't got LSU talent. No, they don't. That's today. <laughs> that test is today. That fiery four brought to you by Throwbacks, the e-cigarette you light with a match. Now, guess what? Time for pop quiz. Andy Staples from SI and uh, the great pundit on, on uh, Sirius Radio. He's going to have uh, three questions for me, hopefully. And uh, before we get to it, I'm going to give you uh, a little time, Andy, to collect your thoughts uh, and give me a little three-question pop quiz because uh, while we're while 
while uh, while Andy's kind of getting it together, I actually have another sponsor, a legitimate sponsor. February, huge month. NBA, NHL careening towards the playoffs. College basketball just around the corner is March Madness. It is a tremendous time to watch some hoop and to bet some hoop. And if you want to do that, go to betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account on betonline.ag. Use the promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. Yeah, 50%. Yeah, that 50%. That half, boom, back in your account like that. Nothing doing. Unbelievable. NBA, can anyone slow down the Warriors? I got no idea. I don't think they can. But maybe Milwaukee can. They got that Greek kid who flies around and hangs off the rafters. Who knows? Bet it. You know better than me. College hoops. We Look at Tennessee all over the place. Marquette coming up strong. And hey, look out for Michigan and Wisconsin out of the Big Ten. Anything could happen. Attorney time, you can take all kinds of shots. NHL, Tampa, New York, Winnipeg, Calgary. You pick it. You bet it. Use your mobile device today. Sign up at betonline.ag using the promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. Also, try in-game live betting for all the fun, fun, extra action. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, now we got a uh, theme song. Well, we're going to leave a little space for the theme song because we don't have any of our music. Do we have my music? We don't have my music. No, we don't have any music. Ah, forget the theme song. Uh, you know what? I'll sing the theme song because it's me singing the theme song. The th- ah, forget it. Here it is. Pop, pop, quiz. Andy Staples, essay. Pop quiz for Chet Waterhouse. I'm a mess. All right, Ted, here we go. Name the four schools where Bear Bryant served as the head coach. Bear Bryant. Uh, Kentucky, Texas A&M, Alabama, and I'm going to go North Dakota State. I took a shot. He was not the coach of the Bison. I had three, no, though, right? He had one season at Maryland. Oh, my goodness. Boy, the Terps got to be still be kicking themselves in the behind of that uh, uh, turtle shell. Letting uh, Bear Bryant. So, That's but right. did he I get six, the other three? Two and one. Holy smokes. That's the uh, Well, Ralph Friedgen had a couple of seasons that were better than that, but that's about it in their entire football history. So, did I get the other three right, though? You did. You did. Oh. You did the Kentucky, then Texas A&M, Texas A&M Junction Boys, and then obviously Alabama where uh, they built them statues. For 0-1, I feel pretty good. What's question number two from Andy Staples? What Heisman winner threw the most interceptions during his Heisman season? Oh, brother, I, got, I need a hint. Throw me a hint. Okay. Uh, he, uh, he played at a school that has a lot of really strict rules, including that you're not supposed to drink coffee Ty or Detmer. soda. Ty <laughs> You got it. 28 interceptions <laughs> in 1990. I got an assist. The trainer Tony Garafalo came out and sprayed me with xylocaine, but I'll take it as a win. One and one. Here's the rubber question. All right. So I, I know you occasionally go on Adam Carolla's podcast. So I know Adam is a, an accomplished former long snapper. So I figured I needed some long snapper trivia in here. Uh, Giants long snapper Zach Ossie once lost his two Super Bowl rings. Where did he leave them before they disappeared? Let's see. Where would a long snapper leave his rings? 
I'm going to have to go. Oh, if, if it helps, he, Zach, Zach went to Brown and it was three times all Ivy League. That doesn't help. He's still a long snapper. Uh, I'm going to say he accidentally snapped them into his shorts. Forgot they were there. He left them on the roof of his wife's car. <laughs> well, they're not putting that in the Brown yearbook. <laughs> Hell, brother. That's probably good. I don't think you should put anything in your college yearbook. That was it. From now on, no. That was a heck of a pop quiz brought to you by uh, Daylight. It's everywhere till about 6.30 or so and smirks the lemony, sarcastic breath mint. My guest today, the great Andy Staples. What a killer pop quiz, and it is a great podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Andy underscore Staples. Listen to him on Sirius. It doesn't get any more relaxed or funnier than Andy Staples. Andy, thank you, buddy. Thank you, Chad. It has been an honor. <laughs> and follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse. Follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. He's at Zany's in Nashville Thursday, March 14th. Visit Jeff's new site, jeffcesario.com, for details. Huge thanks to you for tuning in, folks. Support my sponsors, TrueCar and BetOnline.ag. And thank you very much. If you want more of me this weekend, everybody, and Andy Staples, I'll be doing play-by-play at the random word generator responsible for coming up with Tyler Perry's next Medea plot. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.